When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello, Holly. Hi, Dave. What's going on? Oh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot there's going on. There's a lot going on. Wow, 2020 is bringing uh, a lot? 2020 so far has been pretty uh, pretty full. Pretty full? How about with you? It's it's always something. Like everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it has is anyone always ever something. Sa- has anyone ever said, hey, what's going on? And they said, oh, I'm just, I'm bored. Not I got much. Not, got nothing to do. Yeah. No, I, nobody yeah. in the history of the world has ever said everyone, that. Yeah, everyone always says, has to say, oh, I'm so busy. <laughs> just things are just, it's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I, no, it's just perfectly busy. You know, it's not, it's not, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed, but there's a a perfect lot of things to do. How about you? Um, I will, I will stick with that. Okay. A perfect lot of things to do. <laughs> Including podcasting. Podcasting, yeah. I hope I hope this is going to be a good. I hope this is going to be a good one. I got to tell you, I'm. I guess I'm putting a disclaimer on it, which I didn't tell you this before. All right. Well, first of all, you're listening to the What Difference Doesn't Make podcast. Yes. Welcome to What Difference Doesn't Make. Yeah. I'm Dave. I'm Holly. All right. So if, did we not do that? No, we we didn't do that. We're. Oh. I think we're kind of uh, jaded in that. Like everyone already knows who we are. <laughs> Why even bother with this? But yes, all dozen of our listeners. We podcast and uh, <laughs> we talk eighties, music and fashion and pop culture. You're really pushing this fashion thing. First what? of all, I know nothing about fashion. I've everything I've learned is from you. Oh, I don't think so. You've, you've contributed. You've contributed. You know, with your op shorts and puka shells. That's that is nothing. That is that <laughs> is not contributing to uh, to, to mm. the process of fashion or whatever whatever's needed to be a fashionista well i wouldn't call myself that but i you know it was very uh symbolic very um there are things that you can pick out about fashion that are so quintessentially 80s okay you know yeah, yeah. indeed so we talk about that mostly we talk about the music and uh we do that by uh, going through the K-Rock playlist of songs that were played back in the 80s. So K-Rock is the renowned, world-famous K-Rock was the ultra, is still the uh, alternative station. So, right. So we K-Rock is still around, but back in 1980, back in the 80s, we were, that's, uh, that's kind of the sweet spot. That's what we, that's what us. we listened to. That was, that shaped our upbringing. So we, we're looking through, uh, we're going through the, the, the charts and we went through 1980, 81, 82. We're at 1983. We are at 1983. Yes. And we're going to look at 10 chunks. <laughs> One chunk of 10 songs. One chunk of 10 songs. Exactly. And, uh, we kind of give a uh, little fun facts or we We've learned something about these songs. Some oh, songs we a lot. Some songs we remember, some songs we don't. And it's kind of fun to, to look back on this list. Yeah. And I'm sure our listeners remember a number of these songs yeah. that we post on Spotify, the ones that are available. Listen to the playlist. It's really fun. And Dave adds some, you know, extra little 
tidbits when right. they come up in conversation. If it's available. Okay, can I just off the topic for a minute? Nothing is off topic I on, say on two our things. podcast. Okay. I want to say two it's, things. I want to make a correction to uh, one of our last episodes where I referred to my son as my oldest child. Oh, and I, I forgot to take that off. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> my, when I was listening to her, like, well, that's... That's weird, but no one knows that, so I'll just let it go. I know, but it's important to me that <laughs> okay. you know that he's actually my youngest didn't you child. Say, didn't you say your oldest son? I, I think, think in, I said child, because he is my oldest son because he's my only right. son. Right. Yes, I think I that I think in my head I heard oldest son. I was like, oh. well, that's a weird way of saying it, but okay, I'm going to let that go. Maybe no. I maybe it was oldest. Maybe it's what you wanted to hear. Did Chelsea say? I, I don't uh, know. I'm pretty sure she hasn't listened. No, <laughs> except, <laughs> except when she was on it. Yes, exactly. No, she does listen. She does, and she's rec- she's recommended me to uh, me us the what difference does it make podcast to friends, which is really cool. Very um, good. Okay, so there's that. That's my correction. My son Sam is actually 17, and he is my youngest. And I'm putting the disclaimer on, which I started to say earlier. If I'm if I'm less than totally happy today, it's because I've started this intermittent fasting. Oh. And this is my first day, so I haven't eaten yet this morning, which I and never I get, go without eating in the morning. And I just gave you some coffee. Is that okay? The coffee's good. Coffee's fine. Coffee's good. And there's nothing in it. All right. Yeah, just like when you take a blood test, you can have coffee if it's black. How long are you fasting for? Well, it's intermittent fasting, so I'm I eating. Almost, I almost brought out donuts for us this morning. <sighs> so I'm, I'm then glad I would I have did. had to start tomorrow. I'm glad I didn't do that. No, it's 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 eight hours of eating and sixteen hours of fasting. Okay. So All I stopped right. eating at eight last night, so I can I can start eating at noon today. So we'll see how that works. But it's not that I'm so hungry, but I can't stop thinking about food because I'm not able to eat. All right. My apologies okay. for mentioning donuts. <laughs> okay. So that's it. So now we're, now we're, do you have any any disclaimers or anything you'd like to share before we dive into? I feel great. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, yeah, there's a lot of personal information. Life is wonderful. Yes. Uh, so can we can okay, we start? So can we get this party started? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do ninety to eighty one from nineteen eighty three. Yep. K Rock back uh, has uh, the Rock of the eighties, and so they redid their playlist. We're going off the old school one. This is one hundred six point seven. This songs. is what, right. This is what they played back in nineteen eighty three. Now they have their Rock of the eighties available that anyone can listen to on HD radio. Right. Um, and they made another list of the top 80 of each year. So there were 27 songs. 26.7 songs. Yeah, knocked off the list. So some songs are still on there. Some have been added on. I, I like to play this game with Holly to see if this song is still on the list. Some of these songs from the top 10 of, of the song, the 10 songs that we will go through will, might surprise you. How many? How many fell off? How many fell off? Yeah. Oh. Don't tell me. I'm going to guess. All right. I mean, I'm going to guess as we go. Okay. I retract Very good. the question. Let's start with number 90. Go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> I feel like at, like at the Golden Globes where I, I know they know who's supposed to answer the question. Sometimes okay. there's a pause. Okay. It was number 90 was B-Movie with Nowhere Girl. Correct. Did you like the song? <laughs> do you like the song? Of course. Yeah. This song sounds like 1983. Quintessential 1983. Totally. Yeah. It's really, it's like right in the pocket. Do you know that it was originally released in uh, November 1980? A lot of these songs seem to have been put out earlier mm-hmm. and then rediscovered or maybe L.A. radio stations or, well, you know, they they finally make their way overseas and, uh, you know, they're picked up. By, Except you know that they are, this is a British band. Right. Uh, no, <laughs> you well, just that's mean right. in theory. 
No, they, I mean, they come out in 1980, and then eventually some of this music finds its way into record shops in the U.S. Oh, yeah, lot, yeah. As imports. Someone will start to discover it that way. Yep. And I think that might be the case in this uh, this band. Yeah. B-movie. B- well, what is they, then it was re-released in 1982, but it only got to number 67 in the U.K.? I don't even know if it charted here. Um, Did it? Dave? Uh, <laughs> no, it... Um, it was actually, yeah, as I'm looking at this, it was just a single, mm-hmm. and it didn't even make it on an album until 1985. But, uh, yeah, they were on, and this wasn't even their biggest hit. They had, um, there was a song called Remembrance Day that made it up to 61. Ooh. Yeah, so, and, and w- when that was a hit, then they re-released Nowhere Girl. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, but, I mean, it, you know, they got signed. They tried to tour, <laughs> and uh, nothing really clicked with them, unfortunately. It's a it's a great song though. It's it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like that modern English. And, yeah, you know, if, it's definitely mean, symbolic of the time. I mean, the sound is is definitely of the time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The fun thing is um, Paul Streth- Stratham, the guitarist. You sure you're pronouncing that right? Paul Statham. Uh, the fun thing is Paul Statham. <laughs> All right. So this guitarist in B movie. <laughs> yeah. So this guitarist in B movie, Paul Statham. Um, he wrote a few songs. Did you see what he wrote? Yes. He struck gold with one song. It was Dido's first single called Here With Me. Yes. He wrote that, and uh, that went on to sell 20 million copies. So good on him. Yeah. Then he also wrote for Jim Kerr, but I don't think he did quite as well with that. No. <laughs> you get you get a Here With Me, and then you're, you're set you're for life. You're good to go, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, so he wrote, uh, yeah, he, he did write with Jim Kerr, he wrote, wrote with uh, Peter Murphy, so he, it's, it's nice. Yeah, they, they, so they had they had careers after, but then they actually released an album in 2016. I did see that, <laughs> and they re-recorded Nowhere Girl, yeah. and did you listen to it? I did not, did you? Of course. Okay. And it's, how is it? I mean, it's, is it, his voice is different. Is it so 2019? It's funny. Where Sorry, it 2020? In B-movie, I mean, like in, like Elton John's voice got drop down an octave when mm-hmm. you get older. This guy is, vo- I don't know if they sped up the vocal or something, but it's its like up an octave. And it's, I don't know, it's its not as, it doesn't sound like as dark and foreboding or, you know, like okay. that, that deep voice, that cool, that, that cool deep voice. It's just not, it's not the same. Okay, I'm going to listen Like to everyone, it. you know, yeah. you listen to a re-recorded version. I mean, instrumentally, it sounds about the same. Um, and But uh, yeah. Interesting. Of course, the original is always better. Yeah, yes. So there you go. Agreed. Okay. All, All right. right. So 89? 89X, New World. Yay, for more fun in the New World. Yes. Are we going to fight oh, to by the way, that X? Yes. Let's, let's back up. Second. Oh. Back, 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 back. <laughs> Was it like beep, 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 beep? <laughs> um, is uh, Nowhere Girl yes, on the is. current list? Yes. It is, indeed. Number 74 on the list. Oh, yes. It's moved Easy up. I believe. It's moved up from 90 to 74. <laughs> Considering there are only 80. Yeah, no, I, but that's... That's good. I mean, that yeah. shows the, you know, what a solid song that is. It's still beloved and uh, people like to hear it. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we, okay. So now we go to number 89, X's New World. More from More Fun in the New World. Yeah. I love this. Um, yeah. This is a great song too. But it's, yeah. I, I think the genius of this song is um, where they, they have the line, I think originally they were going to. Oh, you you do know? No. Okay, original. It's you know in the lyric they say it was better before they voted for what's his name. Originally, they were going to say it was better before they voted for Reagan. 
but now it's it's a timeless it's more, song. Yes, exactly. I mean, you could say that for I'm sure everyone says the same thing for each and every president that uh, that has come and gone. Yeah, um, and I think that's that's that helps the song along a lot, or just makes it timeless. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so that's the, that's the genius of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Very I did, clever, clever on their part. Yeah, for, uh, for sure. I um, I, I did get uh, you know when I looked at uh, the more fun in the new world. Did you did you have this album? Did mm-hmm. you? Yeah, I I bought it each and every X album. Yeah. This is also has the the song Breathless on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which is probably one of my favorite X songs. Yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a they they tear it up. Yeah. It's a great cover. So I I as I go on YouTube. They they do a great version of uh, of Breathless yeah. on Letterman. And oh, it's, yeah, it's phenomenal. I just I I just almost screamed when I saw <laughs> when they went into it. But Letterman interviews them beforehand, and it's um, and I never knew this, but apparently, um, Exine. I don't know if, how they know each other, but uh, but she was friends with Pee Wee Herman. Like before they both broke. I don't know if they were. I, I saw it somewhere on the on <laughs> on the internet that they were roommates. In Florida, but there was nothing that I was look. I did some cursory <laughs> research to see if there was any mention of that. But she mentioned that she knew, she you know Paul Rubens back in the day. But the art, you know, the artsy, the whole art scene, maybe Could you be. know, he is pretty artsy guy, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I saw one little blurb. It said like they were roommates in Florida, and she convinced him to move to L.A. Or, but I don't know if any of that is true. And Breathless is a great song, and I can listen to that over and over and over yeah. again. And so is so is No World. It's a good, it's a great album. Yeah, this is great. Did they play when you saw X uh, recently? Did they they play uh, they, both those songs? Oh, New, they played New Breathless World? and yeah, they played New World. Okay, yeah, and the next band. Uh, okay, I'm excited about this because <laughs> 2020 is going to be the year of sparks. There's a lot. Okay, and it's this number. Oh, by the way. Um, as we back up again, beep, beep, <laughs> beep, is New World on the updated list? No. Correct. It is not. Yeah. Hey, I'm two for two this week. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> all right. So, um, yes, number 88, Sparks, All You Ever Think About Is Sex. I love this song. It's hilarious. It's Sparks. It's everything. This is off, um, do you remember the uh, In Outer Space album cover? I'm going to show you the album cover just because it's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I didn't, but yes, now I do. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, Ron gets a pie in the face, and <laughs> Russell's just standing there. <laughs> I wonder how many takes it took to get that that correct. <laughs> Fun for uh, both of them, or really just I'm for one sh- of them? <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, maybe they alternated. Who knows? I'll, I'll post the album cover Yeah, for those that may have forgotten. Yeah, it's a, gr- <laughs> it's a great cover, as all yeah. Sparks albums are. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, all you ever think about is sex. So uh, again, this is a K Rock thing because it mentions sex, and he, you know, yeah, Freddie, but it sparks. Fr- and Freddie liked to uh, to play any song that mentions sex. Yeah. <laughs> I think because because we enjoyed all those songs because <laughs> we got so excited. But I but they were so I mean they were so K Rock anyway. The band, not just yeah, I mean, they just were another quintessential K Rock band from the eighties. No, I was just going to mention the you know the lyrics because that that's part of the funnest parts. <laughs> Yes. You know, it just went on about all the places they've had sex. But it's, you yep. know, think about the places we've had our little fun in the church at Christmas, busted by that nun, <laughs> then in that museum beneath the mastodon, stating our positions on the White House lawn. Yep. All you ever think about is sex. All you ever think about exclusively. All you think about is sex. 
It's all right, right with, with me. me. <laughs> oh, you don't re- remember the Dodgers and the Mets and oh, when well, your father came home? Yeah. There are more. I wrote, I wrote, yeah, of course, there's more. <laughs> yeah. I go through the whole lyric. But it, it kind of ends where it's it's just sex. It's nothing more. It's like, yeah. in a world of lovers, we don't love each other much. Fact is, we're too busy to love each other much. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, strictly, strictly physical. Yeah. It's all right with me. So, I, we've talked about them before, I know, because you're a big fan. Yes. Um, and, and I'm a fan. But you're and a big we will fan. talk about other things that Sparks are up to. I'm exciting. so excited. Oh, yeah. But wait, I want to say, we've, we have talked about this before, before you talk about their future. Okay. What I love is that they that they get along, that they get along really well, as opposed to other music oh, brothers? business brothers. Yes, yeah. these brothers do, uh, as, as far as I can tell, Yeah, they, they collaborate uh, continuously. And uh, yeah. there's there's no animosity, and they like each other. Here, okay, here's another another fact that I'm wondering is a fact that I I found. Do you think this is true? They tried to poach Brian May to join their touring band before before he got famous with Queen. I'm sure that is true. It was around the time of propaganda. He says we approached him and he pondered it, but it probably worked out best for both sides. Okay, I don't think it would have been a long lasting relationship. His style probably wouldn't have been a right thing for us. Okay. Yeah, but you believe that? I I, I believe it hundred yeah, percent. Me too. Okay, you want to tell me some, what's coming All on right. with Sparks? So things to be excited about. Um, there's a movie called Annette. It's going to be a musical starring Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. How do you say her last Cotillard. name? Cotillard. Okay, Mar- this is starring Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. The film tells the story of a provocative stand-up comedian played by Adam Driver and his wife, a world-famous soprano. Their glamorous life takes an unexpected turn when their daughter, Annette, is born, a girl with a unique gift. Ooh. Yeah. So they've got that. Um, there's a documentary directed by Edgar Wright that's coming out oh, soon. Oh, very exciting. And, of course, there's a new album. So Year of Sparks. <gasps> it's going to be a good year. I think so. 2020. Yeah. So uh, good on Sparks. And uh, hopefully this will I'm, – I'm very excited. It's a lot to uh, look forward to. I will – I'm in on every one of these projects. <laughs> Maybe we just do a spark special. And we could. Yeah, maybe we can get uh, Ron and Russell in Oh, here. how fun. <laughs> uh, okay, so is this song on the updated list? I love the song and I want it to be, but I'm guessing it's not. That is correct. It is not on the list. Um, there's going to be another song off this album that, uh, might that, be is. A, that might be on the list. Right, that's what I'm guessing. Okay, there's our teaser. Might be. <laughs> Well, this is as good a time as any to take a break, so we'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Welcome back to What Difference Does It Make? Uh, all right. Here we go. 87. Number, eight, number 87. What do you got? I have Aztec Camera, Oblivious. Yeah. I love this song. I love all these songs. Yeah. I, this is crazy. i obviously a fan. I mean, of K-Rock in 1983. Yeah. It was a good year. Um, you like the song? I was all in on this band. I bought the album. I thought these. I thought Roddy Frame was going to be the next big thing. Yep. Like, I mean, I loved love love the song oblivious I, and i thought uh yeah i thought i, I had found like the, the, the next the big holy rock grail. Song. yeah because i really I, I had never heard anything like like that it was but it, you know yeah i don't know i i don't know why it appealed to me so much. i guess because he was yeah he was young he, i mean he was 19 when this came out oh wow yeah the album uh highland and high rain yeah they had six albums yeah they, and this wasn't even their biggest hit yeah they had, um, yeah, Somewhere in My Heart was number three. They did a duet with Mick Jones, um, Good Morning Britain, which was number 19 in the UK, made up to, uh, on the alt-rock charts, up to number 12. They had a song, uh, The Crying Scene, which made it up to number three in 1990 on the alt-rock charts, which we won't talk about, because that's <laughs> 1990. Yeah, we're not there yet. We're nowhere near that. <laughs> Maybe in our sequel to uh, to 1980. Yeah. Um, he had a good look too, Roddy Frame. Yeah. I think they reminded me of the Bay City Rollers, and you know I was a huge fan. Really? Well, he's Scottish. Know. Roddy yeah. was Scottish. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's it. That's funny. I never even thought of that. Oh, yeah. He just, it, it was, uh, for me, I think it was like something I had never heard before. It was acoustic, but there was something uh, something different about that sound. Yeah, the musical it, it, the musicality of it. Yeah. It was just different. He did he did a great cover. I think later or the, I think the next thing he put out an EP and there was a cover of uh, the Van Halen song Jump on there, just an acoustic song. Really? Oh yeah, have you never heard Jump? No. Oh, yeah, it's kind of fun. Okay. Um 86. Keep moving along. Oh, uh is Are you backing up? Uh, of course I'm backing up. Maybe. Is this song on the charts? Yes. Okay. That's correct. It is on the charts. Number 73. Holy shit, I'm four for four. Good job. All right, here we go. Number 86, um, a Stone Cold classic. <laughs> <laughs> it is. This is something yes. unique. Uh, and I'm, I'm, it's so cool that K-Rock was playing it at the time. Yeah. This is Malcolm McLaren's Buffalo Gals. This is a great song. Malcolm McLaren, I mean, he went to New York and kind of discovered what scratching was all about. <laughs> yep. 
and brought it to the UK so and, cool. and, uh, yeah, created this amazing, <laughs> this amazing song. Did you see who, uh, <laughs> who did the scratching on this? Yes, I did. Trevor Horn. Yeah. One of our favorites. Yes. One of our favorite producers. Yeah. You know, it's funny though, whenever I think about when this song came up and I was, you know, listening and I can't help but think about Nina Cherry and Buffalo Stance, you know, she well, you based do. it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I listened to it last night, Buffalo yeah. Stance, for the first time in a long time. And, yeah. And oh, I love that song. It is amazing. It's yeah. still a great song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's super, it, even though it came in 1989, it looks like it, it that was it of, looks like 89, 90, like that yeah. era. Totally. It's everything, yeah, everything you think of uh, in a pop song in 89, 90s, that's, uh, and that's so cool. Buffalo Stance. Yeah. Malcolm McLaren, Buffalo Gals, reached number nine in the UK. Is it, it still on the K-Rock list? It is not. It is on the list. Oh my goodness. Yeah, number 72. Okay. So I was wrong. Um, so I'm four for five. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, but good on, uh, good on Freddie for playing this song yeah. and introducing an LA audience to uh, something that was just totally, ahead of its yeah. time. Yeah. And, you know, just of that. Of totally. That yeah. Can you imagine? Like, all the artists influenced by. Yeah. I mean, some of these things were obvious. I mean, you would play. Yeah, I mean, when you look at this list, you know, you got your B movie and you got your X, and of course you're going to play that. And then all of a sudden you hear something like Buffalo Gals, like, I don't know, is this a K-Rock song? Mm-hmm. I mean, at the time, like, is this something that the audience wants to wants to hear? Yeah. And they did. Yeah. And we'll, there's a there's a few other songs that are like, oh, good on K-Rock for playing this. And I, you know, they were they were stepping into the future. Yeah. It was great. It was good. Yeah. Good for all of us to, that, that we got exposure to the, this music. I wonder if we knew that at the time how future how how I mean the impact it was going to have on us oh, that we'd be sitting here in w- two thousand in twenty twenty. I'm sure. It, we, I'm sure we kind of did like a sideway tilt of the head. Like, what is this? Yeah. Um, good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to number eighty five, um, <laughs> and this is something I do not remember this at all. It's very weird that. You don't? I don't. Okay, it's Peter Godwin, Babies in the Mountains. Yes. I don't remember this song. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't remember. I, don't, I didn't think I remembered it, and then I played it, and of course I remember it. Did you? I see. I played yes. it, and I did not remember. Oh it. Oh my gosh! I totally really? remember it, but I wonder it was why a big, it was a you know. It was a it was a bigger hit as a dance remix, apparently. Yes. And I don't know why. I'm sure I heard it at the time, but didn't stick with me. <laughs> I don't know why that is. I did. I remembered remembered liking it, but I I'm not sure. Why. I mean, it was catchy, but I'm not sure why. And as far as K Rock picking up on it, it can see it, and I cannot see. It. I can't yeah. how to articulate this, but it was good and enjoyable. I mean, and I think Freddie mm-hmm. probably played this because um, Peter was in this other band called Metro. Mm-hmm. Were you familiar with them? No, I don't. I didn't remember them. Okay, yeah, I, I, and I do a little bit. So yeah, they had uh, it was a duo. He was in this band that put out an album in 1977 with Duncan Brown. And uh, their big hit was Criminal World. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and was banned from the BBC playlist due to its sexual content. But the reason I mentioned this song, Criminal World, do you, does that sound familiar? I know where you're going because David Bowie covered it. He did. Yeah. On Let's Dance. He does an amazing job yeah. of that. Yeah. So there's, there's your 1983 connection. Did you look at the lyrics of, I mean, now we're going to Criminal yeah. World. Did you look at the lyrics of uh, oh, of Criminal World to no. see? Because, uh, you know, you, you see it was banned from the BBC playlist due to sexual content. Like, all right, immediately. I, so give I me go something to, saucy. Go, yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I know about your special kisses. 
and I know you know where that's at. <laughs> uh, another lyric, she'll show you where to shoot your gun. She's uh, um, another one. I saw you kneeling at my brother's door. That was no ordinary stick up. <laughs> and that's it. Huh. I mean, those. I mean, it's kind of, it's all suggestive. It's not blatant. Well, it's BBC. It's public radio. They have to stick adhere to strict standards. I guess so. Listening to Bowie's version. Of, I mean, he just hearing his version, he knocks it out of the park. And yeah. of course, it's great. And there's Stevie Ray Vaughan playing a uh, guitar solo on that. I mean, it was that's that's great. Babies in the Mountains. It's <laughs> not for me. <laughs> but yeah. but it's okay. Um and is this on the updated list? No, I don't think so. It is on the updated list. Holy shit. This is number seventy one. Okay. And I'm not sure how much that surprises me. Apparently it means more to others than it does to us. I I, I like it's a it's a nice song. <laughs> it's it's uh okay. it's on there. All right. No sparks, you know, but uh Peter Godwin. But, okay. Um okay, so now uh let's move it on to number eighty four. Howard Devoto, rainy season. Okay. What do you think of this? I like this song. I always like this song. I must have fallen asleep during this time because I these two <laughs> songs did not stick with me. Wow. It's very it's weird. Um I didn't even realize that Howard DeVoto was in the Buzzcocks. I mean it, it was just But you were a fan. Well he was just he just played he did the he sang on their their debut EP. He left the band to form that, magazine. Yeah. So that uh, I think that's why I never heard of Howard DeVoto. Oh. For me, I, I mean, I guess um, a magazine was a, one of those bands like the Buzzcocks, just an influential band in the UK. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie 24 Hour Party People? No, I never watched that. It's a mistake. And it I is. Think I, I, should definitely I have the DVD of it if you ever want to watch it. I, I, it's, it's a great that you would love that. Yeah, I know. Did I don't you, know why I missed it. Did you I'm, read the, the Wikipedia description of it? That is not where I got my information today. Oh, OK. <laughs> well, Howard DeVoto was in 24 Hour Party People. Uh, it's just, it's a film about uh, the factory records. It was the, the Manchester Man- scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in his uh, cameo, Devoto appears as a janitor cleaning, in a, cleaning a men's toilet while actor Martin Hancock, who portrays Devoto, <laughs> is having a tryst with the wife of uh, promoter journalist Tony Wilson. The real-life Devoto breaks the fourth wall by addressing the camera and stating in deadpan, I definitely don't remember this happening. <laughs> so... Okay, I am. I am going to watch it. All right. But you'd like this song. I, I did like the song. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Okay. Yeah. Is this song on the K-Rock updated list? Um, Knowing that Peter Godwin's Baby in the Mountains is on the updated <laughs> list. I'm going to say yes. It is not. Oh, my God. I am. So, I was on a I roll. Throw you a curveball there. Yeah, I was uh, totally on a roll. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, yeah, this was number 84 on the the old list. Howard DeVoto's Rainy Season. And fell off the top 80. And then fell off and... To be forgotten, wow. which apparently I did. Yeah, you did. I did not. I am telling you, I liked all this 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 chunk of ten songs. Okay, these are great. Which you should, <laughs> including including this one, which I am admitting now. Number eighty three is okay. Rick Okasek. Mm-hmm. Some give me something to grab for. Yeah, I did not remember it until I listened to it. Oh, okay. I did you remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember the video more than the song. I think. Yeah. <laughs> this just shows you how prolific. Rick was because he, you know, he's putting out all this music from the cars and then he's like, you know what? I, I have a, I want to put out a solo record. I have more. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Billboard called it one of his best solo songs. Okay. To me, it sounds like the cars. Yeah. Well, it's hard not to. Yeah. I, I, I like the song. I remembered it. Yeah. It wasn't a big hit. This one uh, reached number 47 on the Billboard charts. 
You know who played on it? No, please tell me. <gasps> Jill Shear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I'm, I'm sure Rick had a lot of good friends to call up uh, and play with. Do you know what the album was called? Uh, yes, but go ahead. I, you tell me how to say it. <laughs> Beatitude. Is it? Oh, you want to be- say Beatitude? Beatitude. I think it's Beatitude, but yeah. uh, it's now that I'm saying it out loud and, and the his explanation of it. It's kind of like the Beatles. Yeah. Is it, <laughs> so it, the title is pronounced Beatitude which is connection of the words beat and attitude, which is probably why you we feel like it should be called beatitude. From what I can say, everything I looked at said it, it's pronounced beatitude. Okay. It's an homage to the to the 1950s poetry magazine Beatitude, which, you know, included stuff by Allen Ginsberg. Oh, okay. It's the 1997 Geffen CD issue of this album has the title misprinted on the disc. And they added a U, so it looks like beatitude. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I know. It takes it really changes the meaning. Did you watch the video? Uh, I did watch the video. Yeah, just a woman getting out or dressing up, getting ready for a night out on the town, and yeah. Rick is being creepy and just kind of staring at her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really, Rick? This is what you want to do? This? Yeah. <laughs> he's good at being creepy. Yeah. Oh, he was. I don't want to. Th- I don't think he's. He is kind of. He had scared. that look. He had the. You know, like. I don't know. For some reason, mysterious, mysterious, creepy. It's I'm not you know, creepy. Tomato, no. tomato. No, no. You cannot refer to Rick Ocasek as creepy. All right, all right. Um, is this song on the updated K Rock list? It is not. Correct. It is not on the updated list. All right. All right. Um, okay. So let's uh, move on to a song. Actually, we we mentioned this in our New Year's Eve show. Uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, White Lines. Don't do it. <laughs> Bass. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> Rock. Whoa. Yeah. This is so crazy. I mean, this song, I mean, obviously it's urging listeners not to do it. But uh, I think people actually associated it at, back in the day with doing it. I didn't. Oh. oh I mean, I was, I, did. I was, you know, just a kid roller skating to the song, yeah. yelling, free bass. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, bass because it starts with that bass sound. Do, 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 bass. Yeah. Hey, did you like uh, uh, Duran Duran's version of it? No. (gasps) No. It's horrible. No, it is not. Terrible, terrible song that she burned and never thought of again. Not true. Okay. We agree (laughs) to disagree on that one. Yes, we do. Is this song on the updated list? No question. It is. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, of course it is because it is uh, number seventy now on this uh, on the updated list. Oh, I would have thought it maybe was up even further. Great song. Kudos to to Freddie for for playing a rap song yeah. on yeah. K Rock. You can't do that today. No one would play a rap song. I mean, you, you know, I think probably Eminem might have been the last one to be played on K Rock. I don't think there's any like rappers on. No, kidding. Everyone uh-huh. would be up in arms if you played. You know, if you played something. You know, but like classic rap Drake is different. Something. Classic rap like like Tone Loke. <laughs> I don't think they played. Yeah, actually, they might have played Tone yeah. Loke on K Rock. I think I don't so. know. It's you know everyone's in their own lanes now. So yeah, <laughs> stay in your lane. <laughs> all right, so um, let's. Uh, all right, so that was on. We know that that was number seventy For sure, on the uh, list. on the updated list. Yeah. Okay, we're going to end our episode at number eighty-one. Um, what do you got? A flock of seagulls, wishing, parentheses, if I had a photograph of you. Nice. Yay. What a wonderful song. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. This, it's 
It's pretty brilliant. It's got to be on the list, right? I, this is on the list. Okay. Number 69. Okay, good. I mean, as we've talked about, it seemed like they were, K-Rock was playing B-sides from a flock of seagulls. They were huge mm-hmm. at the time. Turns out it looks like this is the last we will, as I looked on Wikipedia, they, they had some <laughs> quotes, I think from all music, they quoted as saying, uh, the song exemplifies synth pops, spaced out loneliness, a yearning for mm-hmm. imagined absent lovers, and is noted for its wall of sound style layer of synthesizer padding, a multi-layered hypnotic song a very good description yes i agree it's you know you listen to it and it still sounds present or you know like of of today i think it uh it's just a brilliantly produced mm. song I, I love i love everything about that song there's now you can say that about a lot i do i i love the song in particular but you can say that about most of their music just the sound the sound that they created yeah uh, so i mean yeah they were huge and i, I don't know what you know unfortunately I, i'm sure maybe artistic differences or whatever and or who knows? And you never heard, you know, I think there was a lot of potential with the band just based on this one song. It was kind of like listening to B movie. Like yeah. there's something there, but it just, you know, it was just lightning that struck, Yeah, you know, for a flock of seagulls, it, it struck a number of times. This was their biggest hit in the UK. Was it? It, it went to number 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here yeah. it only went to 26. This is very funny because you don't think of this as a mainstream rock song, but it went up to number three in the U.S. on the mainstream rock charts. Really? Yeah. Wow. I wonder what that says about the time. Yeah. That this song, because this is, yeah, that surprises me. Yeah. But Flock of Seagulls is also another quintessential 80s band. Yeah. I, I agree. And I I mean, when I hear those singles, that are, you know, they're, yeah. they had a lot, they had a great sound. I, yeah. I'm still, I don't know. I th- thought it could go on longer based yeah. on what you know just hearing those songs you know the song is about a real person <laughs> go, go ahead go ahead keep going That's a fun fact sure it was mike score says it was the eve of our first trip we ever took to america and i met a girl we went out for the night and i didn't want to forget her so i said we're going on tour and i'll be back i'd like to get a photograph of you if i could get one and she said no because you're going to go on to be famous and you'll forget me <laughs> and look at that. And I had this little riff, so when I had some time, I was thinking about that. I just started singing the words. I was thinking to that riff, and wishing was born. That's brilliant. Yeah, I love that. That's, That's a great story. Sweet. I love that. I want to know who the girl is. I don't know, but, but she's <laughs> immortalized in the song now. Yeah, better than yeah. a photograph. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Which she doesn't have. Right. Okay. So there we go. There we, got, we go. We got 10 songs. Now we, what well, we do the, uh, the Quizlet uh, thing. The 80s music trivia quiz book or the 1980s quiz deck. And I think that I am going to ask you the questions this right. week. Again, I can never remember. I know. We said we were going to try we're and not good about that. figure this out, but no. Who had a hit with the song Woman in Love in 1980? Air Supply. That's Lost in Love. So nope. A, Barbara Streisand, B, Liza oh, Minnelli. Oh, you're right. Woman in Love, that's Barbara Streisand. Yes. Okay. Count that as wrong. <laughs> Zero for one. Madonna released the song Like a Prayer in which year? 86, 87, 89. All right. Like a prayer. Oh, it was 89. Very good. Yeah. One for two. I'm remembering where I was at the time. Where were you? I was graduating uh, college and moving to New York and doing all that stuff. She was selling Pepsi. Yeah. I think that year (laughs) I went to Anaheim Stadium to see her. I was there. Yeah. I was at that show. Oh, I missed you. Yeah. I mean, 100,000 people? Yeah. It's a great show. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Who had a hit in 1982 with the song Africa? Well, that's Toto. Very good. Toto 2. Two for three. Mm-hmm. Which of these albums by Stevie Wonder was released in 1980? 
A, hotter than July. B, the woman in red. C, in square circle. Hotter than July. Very good. The one with uh, jam and... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, number five. The song Where the Streets Have No Name was a song released by which group? Uh, what are the other choices? Can I give you the choice? <laughs> the other choices are Foreigner and Van Halen. <laughs> okay, let's go with you too. <laughs> good guess. Which of these is not a song released by the group Wham? A, Hello. Yes. That's nuts. <laughs> yes. That's Lionel Richie. <laughs> Very good. Well, the other choices were I'm Your Man and Careless Whisper. Good song. Okay. I'm your man. I haven't heard that one in a long time. That was a fun song. Oh, it's on my playlist. It's on my running playlist. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Keeps you moving. If you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. <laughs> Who had success in 1986 with the song, Why Can't This Be Love? <laughs> um, oh, Van Hagar. Very good. <laughs> okay. Which of these songs is not a single released by the Human League? Okay. A, Human. B, Don't You Want Me. C, Holiday. Well, Holiday was Madonna. <laughs> yes, I have to double check that. Ugh. Who had success? Man, you get the easy ones. Oh, stop it. Uh, who had success in 1986 with the song Notorious? That's uh, Duran Duran. Very good. Drawn Drawn. Which song by the group Survivor has a chorus that contains the phrase, rising up to the challenge of our rival? Oh. <laughs> I have the tiger. They seem, we seem to get a lot of Survivor questions yeah. on this. I'm looking yeah. forward to our book that we're going to put out, so yeah, our I, own trivia quiz book. I think we need to start working on that. All right. So, All right, was so that you are nine for 10. That's an A. You, you get an A. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, well, there's so, our music. You're, you're really good at this. <laughs> all right. Well, I try. Okay. Um, all right. So, so that's our show. There we go. That it, is what difference does it make? The podcast. From, yes. Um, where, what's our social media? What do we got? How do you follow come us? Come on, follow us on Twitter. WDDIM podcast on Instagram. Check us out. We WDDIM podcast in Facebook. And tell us what you think. Tell us what you want. Tell us anything. Tell us what's on your mind. You can also uh, tell me what's on your mind. You could email Dave or Holly at Dave at WDDIM podcast.com or Holly at WDDIM podcast. We are so old school.com. Um, <laughs> we'd love to hear from you. Any, uh, Please contribute to uh, to what you'd like to to hear on the show. <laughs> All right. Until next time, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out. <laughs> Gross. Fix that in post. Yeah, maybe. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.